0: Uh, don't miss out on it it'll be great I want to talk today uh, you know last week we talked about cause and effect how important it is to to not uh, be disillusioned or, or mess up on on what is actually causing things to happen and I believe it was I believe it was very powerful for us last week and how many have applied any of the things that we had so I encourage you today I have a whole lot more than what I'm going to share to you that's on the church app in the notes. Um, in there, there's, there's, some, uh, there's an overview, there's uh, a prayer that you can pray, there's things that... Because I really believe that we have to do something beyond this time that we have together. Jesus said, don't just be hearers, be doers. Yeah. And, and to, to, to hear, hear something that's actually from the heart of God and not do something with it is actually very dishonorable. It's very Disrespectful. How many have had children and you know you tell them to do something, they say, yeah, and they just sit there on the on the couch and don't get up and take the trash out, or you don't have to you don't have to raise your hand or anything too late for you. <laughs> right. But how do you feel as a parent? A little righteous indignation rises up, does it not? And it's like, I've been disrespected. <laughs> We're gonna do something about that and make sure it never happens anymore, right? Uh but it's so important. So on the church app, there's there's uh, some some action steps you can take to do something with this. Um, there's a confession. You know what we 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 say over our prayer. We say a confession. We say a, a proclamation because it uh, until there's there's uh, activity coming out of us with regard to our belief in God, uh, that's what God responds to, or that's what that's our our relationship with God is a faith relationship. And it will occupy our mouths. You cannot believe in something and not have that sound come out of your mouth that reflects what you believe. Out of the heart comes those things, right? Out of the abundance of the heart, what is the mouth? It it can't help it. It can't can't help it, right? So so we talked about that last week. Uh, There's gonna be a little bit related to that this week. Um, I wanna talk about what versus who. And um, we are really, you know, we were praying about this this morning. This is kind of just really strong on my heart. We we had a doctor there. He's one of the frontline doctors. uh, Very precious gentleman. He's a brain surgeon. He's talking about, you know, he says, somebody comes in, they're in a traumatic, you know, uh, uh, accident or something. He said, and we have to we have to cut open the whole side of their head and take off the skull and go in and take the blood. He's, he's describing this stuff. I was like, this is right before lunch. you know. It's like, or maybe it was right after lunch. I don't know. Either way, it's not the right time for it. you know. Like? But, but he gave a lot of scientific stuff about how we're made and how amazing it is and how our mind is just going just billions of this and that at a time, you know, and how, how, uh, our mood and how our, our soul is, has everything to do with our health. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it's, it's, this is the way we're made. Yes. This isn't, you know, and he said, you know, I, as a doctor, he said, I can go in and I can, I can cut things open and I can, I can make changes to, you know, to help, but I can't heal. God's made us to heal. He's 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 designed us in a very we're fearfully and wonderfully made. He said it's amazing, you know, you can have a uh, buddy and I used to, we used to have paper routes together and, and you you got the box knife, you know, and you're having to break open all the bundles and 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 man, so many times I would cut myself with the with the box knife. You know right here where you can I can show you my finger I, where, where it was cut, you know? And I would carry some super glue and I would <laughs> just super glue that thing together, you know? And uh, what, at the bottom, you know, you got these X Men, you know, where they heal like, you know, like while you watch, you know? But, but we actually do that, you know, we, we heal, we, we're amazing the way we're made. And, and, and part of the way we're made is we're made with this spirit. That, that is in the image of God, it, it reflects God. That's the part that helps me to understand that God doesn't just look uh, like Richard, you know? <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't just look like Levi. He, he looks like our spirit, you know? We've been made in his image in the spirit part of us. And, and then we have this body, this flesh, um, that, that is the part that actually interacts with the world and, and, and we get to live in the earth because of this body, Right? But then there's this soul part of us, and this soul part of us is very complicated. Mm -hmm. It's very, again, like I said, it it will affect our health, the condition of our soul. it's, It's the part that decides what the rest of us is going to do. It's not our spirit. It's our soul. So from the time we're born, from the time we become a human being, there's something else yelling at us all the time, wanting this and wanting that, and it's our soul. (laughs) We have have very, and each one of us are kind of geared a little bit differently, thank goodness. You know, Um, it's amazing how opposites attract, you know. Thank goodness my wife is opposite of me. I mean, we it would probably really be terrible if we were the same. You know. <laughs> and she's a she's a woman too. I really like that part of it. But, but uh, uh but the, but there's 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 this soul part of us that naturally gravitates to the what of life. So all of us are made by God and it doesn't matter what progressive you know, thing, ideology comes along and tries to tell us differently. We're all made by God yeah. and we're all made to interact with him and whether we like it or not, we're going to. Yeah. We're going to interact with God. <laughs> but the soul of us it's going to be affected by all, it, 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 it comes in competition. I, I, I like to think about it, the, the great rivalry, you know, uh, the Broncos versus the Chiefs or the Raiders. It used to be the Raiders, you know. It's like, there's a great rivalry going on. They, they, boy, they, there's a clashing gonna take place. So the what's in our life are always going to oppose the who in our life. The who is our Father God. But you can go all the way back to the, you know, the first worship leader, you know, Satan up in heaven. You know, so our son was talking about that. He said, so all, all the demons must have been his band. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like, can you imagine any better gig than that? You know, being up in heaven and, 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 you know, getting to be right there with God and all that kind of stuff. But somehow there was a what? that got in the way of the who <laughs> all right you're going to cancel me right with dr seuss right <laughs> we're talking about whoville right okay. uh, uh, so so there's there's a necessity <laughs> there's a necessity for there to be a maintaining of a who over the what? What happened to the, to Adam and Eve? Can you imagine a better gig than that? You're just taking care of the garden. But for Satan in heaven, for Adam and Eve in the garden, it was really all revolving around the who. Yeah. And they thought it was about a what. Yeah, that's good. The what wants to oppose the who continually in our life. And so I'm going to, I desire, we're contending for the glory of God in this place. But no flesh glories in the presence of God. There has to be an adjustment in us to where we're not just following in the pattern of humanity to let things that are going on, what's in our life, displace the who from our life. And I know I'm talking to the choir here. Y'all are, you know, you're all cool with God, you know. <laughs> I really don't like it when people say, yeah, me and the man upstairs are, are cool. You know, I don't like that kind of stuff. But, but, but for all of us, as long as you're a human, there's a what that's in opposition to the who in your life. Yeah. And this relationship that we have with God is so very precious. <laughs> His presence. It's amazing. We, we sang about this morning. So let go what? My soul. And what what are you letting go of? What's come in all kinds of forms? And we'll look at some of these examples. They, they come in pride. They come in, in relationships. They come in worries and fear. And anytime time who is going to win over the what, the soul is going to have to let go of it. Okay, are you with me this morning? All right. So it's it's what versus the who. Let's go to uh, Deuteronomy here. So it's essential that we uh, keep who as the cause. So this is kind of our connection from last week. Um, there's a, there's an importance of of understanding that if if uh, there's anything good in our life, that it came from Him. Right. It doesn't, be, it doesn't get shifted over onto us. And this is where the soul has the problem because it always wants to think that it, it can be responsible for things. It's like Adam and uh, Eve in the garden. Uh, Adam and Eve in the garden. Uh. <laughs> they were told not to do something and it became a what for them. They, they said, okay, that's something that I can actually do something about. I can take control of that myself. So I must Right. (laughs) so God in in his mercy and his greatness he's he's looking over humanity and he's saying I gotta find a way to, to make a relationship with them where they will see me for who I really am and finally he gets Moses to come along and Moses actually listens to him Actually responds to him and does things beyond the what's. Remember, he God, God actually got upset at him because he kept saying, Well, what about this? I can't talk. What about this? You know, I've already been rejected. What about this? What about this? And God said, I will be with you. And this is where we're gonna get with this today. It's about God being the with. It's not, it's not. God being the just the provider. No, he's, he's with us. Yes. And in the Old Testament, he had to start with just with, and we're gonna see what Jesus actually takes that, that to another level altogether. But so 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 he's he's presenting a law. What was the purpose of the law? The purpose of the law was to deal with a soul that was so self-destructive. Remember the whole earth was, God wanted to just destroy the whole earth at the time of Noah, right? They were just actually, we're kind of going back to that level almost right today. That's kind of what what things are trying to go towards. Uh, Because that's where man will go if the soul is in control. If the soul has its way, legislation will just enable all kinds of things that the soul wants to do. Whoever wants to do this, okay, we'll make sure you do that. And any opposition to that, we will destroy that. And that's, what, that's, the, that's the natural way of man. So, So God gets the children of Israel out into the wilderness, and he's actually able to begin to impart something to them that will allow them to know him. The purpose of the law was not to just, it, it wasn't condemnation. It was reconciliation. It was for them to to know the who, to know their God, right? But here's what he says here, and it's very important to to get this for us, to maintain this this constant awareness, to generate it. I I believe we need help with this. This is really what's cool about our spirit, and this is why it's necessary to, to, to be filled with the spirit, Because our soul needs to be affected by a truth that it cannot come up with on its own. That's That's why we need the word of God. Because it affects our soul. Amen? So Deuteronomy, he's talking here. he's, He's presenting the law. He says, be careful that you do not, what? Forget the Lord your God. How many have had an awesome experience with God? I think... Actually, Pastor Kim said something this morning that I think is just really amazing. Is the glory of God is here right now. He is. We can we can receive of him. We can we can be affected by him at the level that we enter in. Right now, Amen. But there's an atmosphere that's created. The more we we have an anticipation. The more we have a recognition, the more our soul lets go of some whats. Amen. Yes. So he's saying to, this to them. They experienced and and an, an, can you imagine being in Egypt and seeing all these plagues come and and know that it's your God that's causing this to take place. I, it, unexplainable things taking place. They knew their God so much so that when he said, get ready to go, you wonder, you wonder if they would have been ready to go on the first one. No, they weren't. It wasn't just Pharaoh that wasn't ready. It was Israel. They weren't ready either. Uh, That could have just happened. You know, it just could have been global warming or something, you know. (laughs) But no, the next one comes. And wow, that was even more amazing. And then the next one comes. (laughs) And finally, so much so, that people that had been in slavery for hundreds of years gather all their belongings and follow not just Moses, but in that time they were by faith following their God leaving a place of security that was theirs even though it was miserable how, how often do we need to do that though right you know we we get we're holding on to being miserable and we just got to let go of it but they had an encounter with God you know it says that when they left when they left Egypt there wasn't one week are frail or sick among them. Can you imagine that? Did you know that this probably did not go unnoticed by them? <laughs> they probably saying, wow, nobody's sick. Wow, that's really cool. I said, this is God. Not only were they not sick, but all the firstborn in Egypt died and none of theirs did. Can you imagine? That's an amazing encounter with an almighty God, is it not? And yet they get into the wilderness not very long and they start what? Whining. Belly aching. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being God in this and, and you know, doing all this for them and, and then all of a sudden they start belly aching and whining? So it's very important. You know, eat, why do we have Communion. It's so that we can go back and remember the who. It's not about, it's not just about our our own life and living victorious. And it's not about us. It's about the who. We remember him. We remember what he's done for us. Amen? be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God failing to observe his commands his laws and his decrees that i am giving you this day and remember jesus came to fulfill all those for us so we don't have to go back and do all those you know things that they were given to do they they took it to the nth degree where you can't even flip a switch on sunday or saturday whenever otherwise when you eat and are satisfied when you now listen this is the this is the stuff that comes into our life Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, how many eat and are satisfied? We all look like we're pretty healthy this morning, right? I'm a little more healthy than I need to be, all right? Um, when you build fine houses and settle down, just sounds like blessing, doesn't it? Sounds like good things, things that God blesses with, right? It's not, he's not trying to deny us anything, Amen? And when your herds and flocks grow large and your silver and gold increase and all you have is multiplied. So what's happening? You have, a, you have a wonderful place to live. Your business is going well. You develop wealth. Then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God. The what's come in and they say, it wasn't even him. It wasn't even him that did it. It's you. And this is where our soul is always in in warfare with the relationship. Then your heart will become proud and you'll forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. He led you through the vast and dreadful wilderness, that thirsty and waterless land with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water, Out of hard rock. Wouldn't it be cool to have some of those things happen? He gave you manna to eat in the wilderness. Something your ancestors had never known. To humble and test you so that in the end it might go well with you. You might say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember who? Not remember what. Remember who? Amen? What we have in God is, first of all, a relationship. It's not a what manipulation of God. We're not just trying to do things. Amen? And we have to be even careful in the blessings that we don't get caught up with the blessing becoming displacing the who. Because if we're going to have the glory of God, we cannot have the glory and have our focus on a what even if we think it's from him. Amen? But remember the Lord your God, for it is he, it is he, it is he. And you know, every time he gives, it's not because of how good we are. It's because of how merciful he is. It's how good he is. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. And so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors, as it is today. If you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods and worship and bow down to them, I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed. When what, and this is my statement here, and when what is winning, door opened to every evil work and its consequence. So when you are allowing the what to win, what you're doing with every, uh, you know, it it was kind of sad. March Madness is going on right now. And one of the teams had to concede because they had one person get sick, right? (laughs) So they had to concede because of something that was, was less than complete in them. How often do we have to concede? To the what, and and we miss out on on the who. Yes. And and what what is what is giving in the, it, given in this, uh, you will be destroyed. There, when what wins, it's a victory of sin. Now, it, it doesn't have to be a you know, a, it doesn't have to be murder. It doesn't have to be adultery. It it, it, it's any time there's an allowing of a what. For our souls' consumption, to displace the provision that can come from God, and we'll see—it's not that what's are wrong in themselves, but when they, when when we're not trusting in God to provide them, yeah. and we take responsibility to provide them, right. that's when it becomes a tree in the garden, right? That that's that's when it becomes uh, taking over heaven. You know, because you're the band leader, okay? For some reason, band leaders think they can just do anything, all right? So Romans 1.25 kind of, uh, man, this whole, this whole passage talks about this. And, and, and it's interesting, uh, the, the kryptonite thing that the men were doing this last time, it, it was interesting how anytime the soul is not being gratified in the right way, the, the The greatest demonstration of this is in the area of sexuality. We see this in our nation in a great way right now and and um, it's not condemnation to anybody in particular, but what it is indicative of is the the winning of the what over the who because you cannot be in relationship with a God that's created you and being and allowing your soul to give in to the flesh's requirements. Does that make sense? Amen? So Romans is talking about that, and he's saying these people, what they do is they're giving into their soul, and I just want to pull out this one part, but he relates it to sexuality in a big way. And it goes to the identity, who we are. What do they say? Anytime somebody's wanting to be something else, they say, I self-identify. I self-identify. What is that? That in spite of the way God has made me, my soul is right now desiring to do something else. And so that's what I'm going to do. Makes sense to me. That's because there's been no exposure to the truth, right? So Romans, here he says, they exchanged. So there's an exchange. You don't get to have both. You cannot stand up and speak for God and promote something that is in direct opposition to how he's made us. I mean, somebody gets up and says they're speaking in the name of God just because of their title. And they say that from the word of God, they can justify abortion. Man, a soul is going rampant here, isn't it? What is winning way over the who? Because you're not talking from a representation of God. You're talking from the gratification of a soul's desire to be completely ungodly. That's the sound of a soul, an ungodly soul, right? Aren't you glad Jesus came for all of us? You know, I don't want to condemn anybody in particular. I'm going to condemn the lie, right? I'm going to condemn the lie because it's not from God. It it will disallow our souls from encountering what we were made to encounter in God, his glory. They worshiped and served created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. This is like a real clear statement of this isn't it the what versus the who they worshiped so how do you worship something i'm sure they didn't get out their guitars you know and, and and you know get a click going and say okay now we have to worship things how do you worship things That when they call out to your soul, you respond to them in obedience. Whatever they're asking you to do. Right? (laughs) Okay. Let's just look at what some of these things can be. Because again, they can be very legitimate things in our life. Anything can become a what for us if it's not submitted to the who. Okay? So So what can be an identity? We've already seen this, right? You can and this identity, I think, is one of the biggest challenges for all of us because man, we have to say, God, how do you see me? How do you see my who I am? Amen. Yeah. And then if you get in Christ, I mean that really becomes affected. Because now it's no longer I who lives. My identity is in Christ. Amen. But as soon as that identity starts to become connected to, you know, we talked about this a few weeks ago, how you're clothed, how you present yourself. You know, as soon as it starts to become even about your occupation, you know, usually when you meet somebody, you say, "So, what do you do?" Well, you know, yeah. one, of, one of the preachers was was uh, talking about that. He said he met this this prophetic guy, and he, and 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 he, he he comes up to him and puts his finger... The prophetic guy comes up to him, puts his finger in his chest and say, who are you? And he goes, (laughs) starts telling him, you know, that he pastored here, you know, and this was, he was a pastor's kid and all this kind of shit. No, who are you? You know, it's like, ah, (laughs) everything that you do is not who you are. And we'll see what this, who you are is connected to who's in you. Amen. And these things, if we're not careful, they will completely divert us from, from the, the cause, the, the source of our life. Yeah. It's not in what we do. Yeah. It's not our occupation. Right. Our health. Yeah. You know, you can go on both sides of this. It can be about what medicine you're taking. It can be about what exercises you're doing. Man, I saw... Jennifer's got a sister and a brother that are—I mean—they're—they're they're like bodybuilders, you know—and her—and her mom was saying whenever, what? They are, they are bodybuilders. Oh. Jennifer's a bodybuilder too, so <laughs> they're, they're bodybuilders. <laughs> and the mom—we went to. She had a birthday. Happy birthday to you! And she had a birthday yesterday, and, and I was sitting next to her mom, and her mom says, "Yeah, when we come together to eat, you know, they put on their plate, uh, you know, just all the good stuff you're supposed to eat, you know." But when one of them's in the other room, the other one will always sneak something and say, don't tell <laughs> But even, even in Christ, even in things that are of the Spirit when it comes to health, that if it becomes about that, it can displace our relationship with the healer. <laughs> it's only Him. It's not what we're doing you know, sometimes I think we can even get into, we need to confess, we need to declare what's right. But if that becomes our focus and we're not even having relationship with the one that we're repeating his words, yeah, that's good. <laughs> a what is displacing a who here. That's true. Are we okay with this? Yes, All right. True. Everybody said, man, I'm okay with this. All right. All right. Wealth, this is pretty obvious, right? You can, now wealth is not wrong. God gives us the power to gain wealth. It's 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 ours to have. But it's not to have us. Right. And our soul will be caught up in that. Mm-hmm. Even in the church. Mm-hmm. We cannot let it become our focus. Yeah. Security, safety. I'm so thankful that Zach's back there packing. <laughs> you know, and I I'm so thankful that we're in a country that's that's very secure at this time. But I see that we're being compromised in a great way in a lot of different areas of security. There's a lot of things that are just being opened up to infiltration. It's almost like handing over our security to to other things. And I'm so thankful in that atmosphere that I do not have to let my soul be caught up in the what of insecurity. Amen? My security is not in this nation. It's not in a gun. My security is in a refuge that cannot be taken from me. Amen? Pleasure. and I was talking about sexual things. You know, sometimes we we feel like we have to take care of certain things. There's a trust in God in the realm of this. That he he, he doesn't, he made us this way for pleasure. Pleasure in that way, pleasure in just having a good time. He's made us for this. But when it becomes, when it displaces our focus on Him, when we're getting, uh, we're, we're letting that choose things for our life over Him. Can you see this? All right, I got another slide on this. So you thought you were done with that one, right? Peace. We can see, You know, I, I grew up in the in the seventies. You know, we're gonna make it happen ourselves, right? Happiness. <laughs> Don't worry, be happy. <laughs> you know what i <laughs> Comfort. What, what does comfort come from? That's where you, you you feel secure, you feel loved, you feel. You know, you can, I was thinking about that. You know, in a, in an odd way, I think that's why the bars were kept open during this uh, <laughs> COVID thing. You know, because people could go and and. Have this sense of comfort that was very, uh, uh, you know, false. Love, people have a really distorted. Uh, the soul requires love. It's always looking for love. It's it's in all the wrong places, looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> well, this this I could have named it that, can I? Okay, or affection. You know how. It, it, our soul cries out for these things. I think that's a big part of, of why the sexuality things become, it's not just physical, it's, it's desiring a relationship, but not finding it in the who, trying to make a what happen. Okay. When life is about who you're seeking, what is supernaturally cared for. And this is this is what this is what we have in Christ amen. It's amazing how isn't it cool how David found this out? you know I, I think you wonder what, if he had some real advantages he was a shepherd boy out on, on, on the you know and he, and he had all these wonderful sheep that he could hug on and everything and and um, and, and he had this guide you know that he, he had his relationship with God just out in the field. And he had these experiences where God empowered him and he he felt an anointing come upon him and he overpowered these animals that were coming to destroy him. And, and he developed this relationship with his God apart from what we have. I mean, he didn't have nearly what we have. Y'all are sitting here in this awesome place and, you know, we just had a wonderful time of worship together and everything else and and and... David found this reality. He had a lot of what's in his life. <laughs> he failed he failed sexually. He 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 uh he was told he was gonna be the king, and he didn't get that for years and years. And you know, his soul was crying out, and the king comes into the cave, and his soul's saying, kill him, kill him. It's prophesied you're gonna be the king. Just take care of it right now. And he says, no, it's not about the what. It's about the who. I will not compromise my relationship with the who for a what. That's good. Remember what happened to Moses? The only time he, he really messed up, kept him from going into the promised land, is when the what overcame the who. Yeah, that's good. He hit the rock instead of yep. what God told him to do, right? Right what happened? His soul rose up. And this is, man, I just want to challenge this. We got to grow in this. Amen. You know, the the, the fruit of the spirit, what what is the fruit of the spirit? The fruit of the spirit is evidence that you're allowing the who to win over the what in your life every single time. Right? Right. And we don't do it on our own. The reason why it's called the fruit of the spirit is because we have to immerse ourselves in the spirit. Being full of the spirit is something that is not because you just happen to accidentally walk underneath one of those things, you know, at the amusement park where they turn the the bucket over and hit you with the water. (laughs) It's not, it's not accidental. It's your choice, Right? So, David says, One thing I asked from the Lord, this only, in this school, says, Remember in another place, he said, Why so downcast? He talks to his soul. He says, Soul, you don't get your way. Right. That's right. <laughs> All you come up with are what's, and they are so destructive. Right. I'm not gonna listen to you. One thing I've asked from the Lord, this only do I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Did you know that David was, he was an amazing businessman. You know, uh, I think, uh, man, was it last week? We were (laughs) talking about where, when he made the transition to Solomon, do you realize that he prepared an offering unto God that was massive, probably billions of dollars. And then he, he led the whole nation of Israel in, in, in this gift unto God in preparation for what he could not do because of the failures of his flesh. But he, he if anybody had some what's in his life, David had them. But he always kept them. And in fact, the who in his life enabled all the what's. Even when he failed, it enabled them to be used for God's glory. How many know that all things work together for good to who? Those who love God. Right? He says one thing, one thing says, so all the other things are, it's not that he wasn't taking care of them or he wasn't being gratified by them, but they were nothing to him compared to the who. And that's why they were what they were. He would have died in the wilderness long before that. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Just finish this passage. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. All those what's, all those things that my soul thinks have to be taken care of by me, when I seek him, I will know that they are cared for. Jesus comes along and says, Seek ye first the kingdom. All the what's are taken care of. As soon as you start seeking a what, then here's what I noticed about both Satan and Adam and Eve When you allow a what to be sought above the who, you lose the what and the who. Hear my voice when I cry, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face, your face, Lord, I will seek. Man, let's be challenged in this. Can we be seeking the Lord with all of our hearts? What are we going to find when we seek him? What is discovered in his presence? Goodness. When you think of God's goodness, isn't it fun to sing about God? I love that song, uh, The Goodness of God. Don't you like singing that? You know, following after. What's following after you? All the what's. They follow you as long as you're seeking him. (laughs) When you're seeking them, not only do you not get them, you don't get him. <laughs> all right. Exodus 33, 19. Then the Lord said, I will cause. Remember, Moses is wanting to see God. He's on the mountain. He said, I, God, if we're going to do this thing, you're gonna, I'm going to have to know that you are with me. I cannot do this alone. I'm going to have to know that you and all your power are with me. And he said, okay, I'm going to let you see. You don't get to see my face. Nobody gets to see my face. But I'm going to let you see what? My goodness. I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you. And I'll proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Who, how is this connected to his goodness? Because everything about God's goodness is a provision for a requirement of our soul. Everything our soul could ever desire... If we allow it, we'll be gratified by the pursuit of God. But if we say, no, I'm going to take care of that. I'm going to allow my soul to decide how this is done. We don't. The blessing of God makes rich with no sorrow. Every time the soul gets to come up with a solution, a relationship, a business deal. There's an accompanying sorrow that comes with it. But he says, I'm going to let you see my goodness. When we see God, when we seek God, this is what we need to be seeing. We need to be seeing him. As this, we need to talk to our soul and say, soul, see, see? That's where you're going to get your goodness. That thing that you think is so good, you're going to find it in him. Let go my soul and what is... What does it mean to trust in God? Well, you're gonna have to see him. Why can why did David why was David able to say he will deliver me from my enemies? Because he had. He'd proven him. He'd proven him. Amen. What do we we have to start doing this? We have to start proving him. Pursuing him causes his goodness to follow you. <laughs> so Psalms 23, 6. surely. Your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Where is he deciding to dwell? Who who, who dwells in the house of the Lord? People that go through the door (laughs) and hang out in there, right? Where are you hanging out? In the bar or in the house of the Lord, right? (laughs) What is what is your abode? We get to decide what our abode is too. Yeah. We either entertain the presence of the Lord or we entertain strife, division, entertainment, yes. flags that are about to fall. <laughs> uh, right? Okay, I got just a little bit more. Are you, are you with me here this morning? Uh, yeah. This is good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Apart from him, Jesus says this. He says, apart from me, you can do nothing. Well, you know, people are doing stuff all the time. What's he talking about? So that that true being that God designed you to be in this fearfully and wonderfully made creation that you are, none of that gets to actually be fulfilled apart from him. So he says, what does he say? This is up to us. Remain in me. So this is not just a supplement to your life. Okay, I go to church, I, I have devotions in the morning, and the rest of the time I'm free. <laughs> it's it's kind of like you know, the the, the uh <laughs> the intermittent fasting, you know. <laughs> I've been I've been going for that a little bit, you know, it's like <laughs> 24 hours is over, now I can eat, <laughs> you know. <what> <laughs> But our relationship with God is not that way. If we're going to, to, to have him as our God, <laughs> we're going to have to remain. remain. It's not a bad thing. It's the source of our life. No branch can bear fruit by itself. What is the bearing of fruit? That's the, the soul getting gratified. Producing what it's desiring to produce. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. This could be a promise to our soul. When your soul is saying, ah, but remember how much fun that was? Remember remember how? And you say, oh, but man, the fruit that you're going to get in the who is just... In Whoville? Let's all be, let's all live in Whoville, right? (laughs) That kind of works. We just say na-na-na to all the cancel culture, right? So I'm going to live in Whoville. (laughs) All right, that was funny. Okay. In Christ, we go from with to in. And this is the cool thing that I just want to, man, let's get this before we go, okay? So Moses said, God, if you're going, if we're going to do this, you're going to have to go with me, right? And, and and God said, I'll be there with you. Jesus said, I'll be with you. But it's even more than that. He came to be in us. You know, we heard a statement. I thought that was really cool. That that, that you cannot walk. Uh, walking with God is not the same as having God walk in you. Because parallels. Never intersect. But we're going to, he's actually inside of us. What are we beholding when we behold God? We're getting a self. It's like, look, remember the passage talks about looking in a mirror. Yeah. The more we seek him, the more we discover us. Yeah. Colossians one twenty seven through 29. This is why it's so important to man don't get caught up with this temporary stuff of this earth. Don't let that become your god. Oh yeah, I got to go serve a what? What are you doing today? I'm serving a what? Man, you look really depressed. Well, I am, but I, you know, my soul told me it was going to be a good thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> to them God has chosen to make known among the gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Yes. You know, so, so, so much of the time we're, we're wanting to just experience the glory of God. He says, you know what? The glory of God's in you. Yes. How do we get from, from, being, from being a branch that's bearing no fruit and understanding what has been done inside of us? It becomes something that we actually care about, seek. Amen? It's a mystery. How many like mysteries? I like those movies that are like really good mysteries and you don't really find out until the end, you know, and it's kind of, wow, that was good. So you, you go back and watch it again you see stuff you didn't see before because you know it's coming this time and, and that kind of helps. But, but that's kind of how it can be for us too. It's like, oh, this is a discovery. This is, this is oh, wow, that's surprising. Oh, that's, wow. Christ in me. He is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone. Now, here's the cool thing about this what's happening when the what's are getting crucified for the who? When the what's are dying off, what's happening? We're growing up in maturity, we were born into Christ. But we mature in Him, as He as we start to identify with David, we say one thing, one thing. That stuff I'm not going to allow those things to be my, my, my soul's gratification anymore. Can you see? For me, man, I'm I still have a ways to go. How many have a ways to go? I have a ways to go. But this is not bad. This is this is good. But you got to be going. You've got to be saying, okay, I'm gonna develop in, this. I'm gonna grow in this, amen. I'm not gonna be satisfied with where I've been. Man, when you when you see that old slave master, you see the old the old thing that you were serving for what it is. Wait till you see one of these scriptures I got coming. Okay. So this to this end, and listen, this is Paul. This is Paul, the guy that already should have it together. But he says, No, I'm strenuously contending with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in me. Huh. That, that means maybe I can add a little strenuous oddity. <laughs> Strenuousness to this myself. I was trying to come up with a word, but... <laughs> there, there you go. strenuosity. I can add my own strenuicity to this pursuit. <laughs> when every what is for who... This is worship. Now, this is the cool part of this that I, you know, as a worship leader, this this was a quandary that I, I had: is that it, it's worship is not just music, and we already referred to this. But when you take the whats that your soul is crying out for, and you lay them on the altar before the Lord, and you respond to that song we sang, "Let go my soul and trust in Him." What you're doing is you're taking those things that are legitimate things that the, we, we were made for, yeah. but you lay them on the altar, and you say, "Okay, God, do something with this that I can't do." Yes. The what's become worship mm-hmm. instead of curse. Mm-hmm. They come; they become an interaction with an Almighty God. Ah, oh, man, this is really good. Yes. Ephesians six, seven through eight. Serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord and not people. Because you know that the Lord will reward each one for whatever good they do. In the context, he's talking about slaves. And, you know, some people have a problem with, there are several references in the New Testament to slaves. And it was a common thing at that time. And slaves could have a bad attitude. Their soul could rise up and say, I'm not going to do that, you know. I've been made free in Christ. <laughs> I don't have to listen to you. But what I what I see in this passage is everything we do is related to oh man, this is really good. Everything we do is related to a what or a who. Yeah. All right. Don't don't laugh at me too much. Okay. That's but that's good, isn't it? Yeah. Everything we do will either be worship or it'll be uh slavery. An act of slavery to something our flesh is requiring of us. But when we submit our souls, those things that are... God's designed us to have a relationship with, yeah. with another being. Mm-hmm. Right. But we have to come into compliance with his way. Yeah. And when we do, it gets blessing. Yes. We get offspring. There's are supposed to be blessings. Okay. <laughs> Complete joy of living. This this is where I kind of want to leave off here. The complete joy of living, the inevitable experience when who wins over what. This is the way we were designed to live. How many have lived your whole life in just abundance of joy and silliness? (laughs) Hunter has been the closest thing that I've ever known to that. Um, Isaiah 51, 11. This, This is a wonderful passage. Those the Lord has rescued will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them. and Sorrow and sighing will flee from them. I, even I, am he who comforts you. Who are you that you fear mere mortals? This is putting it side by side. Who is the God in our life? Him, because if He is, we will not be caught up in sorrow and mourning. And there's periods of time that we go through, but joy comes in the morning. It only comes in the morning, though, for those. Who have been released from the slavery of what their soul is demanding of them. And they live in the joy of the Lord. In his presence is fullness of joy. But you're not in his presence if you're connected to another vine that you're getting your source of life from. I, even I, am he who comforts you. Who are you that you fear mere mortals, human beings who are but grass? <laughs> Man, you might think you're something, but you're just grass. Okay. <laughs> that you forget the Lord your maker who stretches out the heavens and who lays the foundations of the earth. That you live in constant terror every day because of the wrath of the oppressor. Who is bent on destruction. For where is the wrath of the oppressor? Where is the loss in allowing him to triumph over the what in our lives? There's not a loss. There's only a gain. Amen? Praise God. So... Again, I have in the app, I have an opportunity for you to be able to, I just did an overview. I did some bullet points of what we uh, uh, have talked about today. Sometimes it's good to just go back and see, okay, what did he talk about? It's like my wife in some of these meetings, she said, man, I said, wow, that was good. She said, what did he talk about? Uh, (laughs) Doesn't do you any good if you can remember, I can't remember what it was. Remember, we just said that several times. Remember, okay. So this will help you to remember uh, some bullet points here. And then here's a prayer that you can pray. How many know that we have to communicate to God about this stuff? Yeah. This isn't just thrown in our lap and we say, okay, I got her handled. I just, just heard some word. I got her handled. No, we have to go say, God, I'm going to pray and to you, I'm going to ask you, help me with this. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. What is, what's going on when we do that? We're letting go of our soul and we're trusting in him. You don't trust in him without a prayer going up to him. Amen? And a prayer needs to be be presented uh, based upon what he said. And so here's one that will will help you with that, okay? Um, And then some action things that can be taken here. Um, You know, make make this a a reality in your life. Let it be something you're actually taking. Say, God, help me. See what these areas of my life are. Do I have anger going on? Do I have, you know, unforgiveness? Do I have some things going on in my life? Amen? Because Amen. it's not something we're supposed to just try to take care of ourselves. No, no, we, this, this becomes about him, yeah. about letting him displace those things. All right? Oh, isn't this wonderful what we have? And then you can make a declaration. It's a very important to, to get an understanding from the word of God. Let faith come by hearing. Talk to God about it. Start to make some strategic moves with regard to it. And then begin to declare by faith what you already have. This isn't something that you're, you're feeling desperate that you're never going. This is what we already have. We are in Christ. Yes, amen. But we just need to grow. We need our soul to know where we're at. Amen?